Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a Monday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It must be time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Wesley Euler joined once again by our guy Tom Opperman here today on this beautiful Monday. And Thomas... It's not just any Monday. It's a victory Monday. Where's my Johnny drama? Victory! Oh, sorry, the levels on that were way too high. I apologize for blowing I don't think the levels here. were high enough. Okay. Victory! Yeah! <laughs> I, so weird. I don't know that you do that drop on Mondays. Yeah. I watched the Entourage movie last night. Did you actually? Yeah, after the game when I got home. That is some weird universal flow of the river going on right now. That is our go-to Monday tradition, Tom. In fact, you'll laugh. This dates back to, you'll remember, when I first started doing the Steelers Blitz, it was a one-hour show Mm -hmm. by myself. Remember that? I would follow up Tunch and Wolf. I'd do the lunch hour from noon to one by myself. I started doing it back then. This is an original bit. This is this an is original. An OG this bit is right an OG. Here. Prior to Moats joining the party. Prior to like, Moats, this is one of the. I had two original bits. I had the victory drop from Entourage, and I had the loser <laughs> Ace Ventura. Anytime we'd do a thing called loser talk, like anytime a player or a coach would make an excuse that was just hilariously a funny. Loser. Like we oh we lost that game because of the referees. Loser. <laughs> So, yes, original bit here, Johnny Drama, I love never it. going away. Love victory! The, love the victory hit. I mean, uh, Johnny Drama, I think, is the best character out of the entourage in that show. Oh, and I say out he... of the entourage because Ari Gold is the best character Correct. in that entire show. I, I completely agree with everything you just said. And we're going to leave it there because this could turn into Entourage Nation Radio for the next two hours. <laughs> you and I could just... Well, I just watched the movie. It's fresh. We could just we could talk about Vinny Chase and the boys and Turtle and, and Ari and Johnny Drama and E. And Billy Walsh, though, solid, solid <laughs> non, uh, non-crew character in that show. Median. I hate suits, Tom. I hate them. Look what you're doing to me. The Steelers get a victory 23-19. We got a 23-19 against the Green Bay Packers. At home yesterday, Acrisure Stadium. And Tom, I would say it was a weird one, but was it really? It's just how it works. I this mean, is this is who the Pittsburgh Steelers are. I, I thought it was gonna get off to maybe this is the difference. This is the outlier. This is the new, you know, norm for the Steelers mm-hmm. when it was seventeen to seven. 
Offense scores on their first three possessions? What? How about that? What is that about? I haven't seen that fish I before. I can't remember. I'd have to look up when the last time that happened. So I thought, you know, we had some optimism going. Maybe they're going to win this game by double digits. Maybe this isn't going to be a sweated out root canal type of game. Need an interception and in the end zone for the second it, straight game. Right, and then it turns right into that type of game. You, once again, for the second week in a row, started out with a lead but found yourself trailing at some point later in the game. So still haven't been able to put on that full 60-minute press of, you know, score first and and never give up the lead. They had to come back in this game again. It's the same as it ever was. It's Groundhog's Day again, but you're 6-3. and three. And as much as we kind of are saying, people are trying to say that, oh, this is starting to look sustainable now, I still don't think it is. But you're going to rack up at least four more wins, I think, on the schedule playing this type of football. And I think 10 gets you in in the oh, NFC. If you, if you don't get double-digit wins this season when you look it's at the road collapse. ahead, it's it's it would be almost a disaster at that point, I think. Um, I am 100% with you on that. So let's have that sustainability conversation because I think there's nuance in there. I think it's sustainable for the Steelers to continue to win this way for the rest of the regular season and to get to double-digit wins and to get to the playoffs. Heck, Tom, maybe you even get to Baltimore that final week of the season and your playoff spot's already secured. Mm-hmm. Could have division title and, and and home playoff game implications, but you're not going into that one needing to win to get in. Right? Maybe you're ten, oh, Yeah, I could see that. Maybe you're 10-6 and six at that point and a loss. Okay, you're 10-7 and seven and you still get the wild card. You win. Maybe, maybe you have a chance to win the division, something like that with some tiebreaker scenarios. I think it's sustainable in that regard. I worry, though, in the overarching picture because, listen, again, when someone shows you who they are, isn't this, this is like an old adage, right? I feel like I can remember my grandma saying this. Like, when someone shows you who they are, when someone tells you who they are, believe them. Right. And, Tom, we have ample evidence. Yeah, this is it. This is who the Steelers are since since the end of the Killer Bee era. This is who the Steelers are. They want to, and I hesitate to say win ugly because it's beauty's in the eye of the beholder, but they want the games to play out like this. And the one thing you have to give them the credit for, the one thing that might, even if you are the biggest Mike Tomlin detractor in the universe, the one thing you got to laud him for is better than anybody else. He has a team, and there is a consistent track record of it now over the last five years that is made, that is built, that is successful in one-score games. They cut their eyelids off. They don't blink. In fact, they kind of relish those moments. Kenny Pickett struggle not not yesterday, but Kenny Pickett struggles for three quarters, and then he goes out and makes the play when he has to to win the close game. The defense hemorrhages yards left and right for three quarters, and then they go out there and force the timely turnovers when they need to to win the game. This is who the Pittsburgh Steelers are. The other side of that to me, and this has also been playing out over the last five, six years, is that's a dangerous formula to win in the postseason. You can win a lot of games in the regular season. You can get there, but it's a dangerous formula to stack wins in the postseason. That's kind of my overarching view of the whole thing. And I agree with it, and I just don't know, is that even a formula to win in the postseason? We were saying off the air before the show started, like, what team had this kind of identity, you know, win ugly kind of penchant that the Steelers do to win a Super Bowl. And we think it's the 2015 Broncos. Yep. Probably a little bit of a better defense in that 2015 Broncos team than we're seeing right now. 
You had the brains. Von, of, Von Miller was. Von Miller was a stud. TJ or TJ Watt's a stud though. Too. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but you had the There's brains. You had there. the brains of Peyton Manning orchestrating that offense as well. No offense to Kenny. He cannot think the game the way that Peyton Manning could then or He's ever. He's got a better arm now, honestly, than Peyton He, he did, does, for sure. You're right, Peyton's he, mind is... She's not going to think the game like Peyton ever will. Not very notch. few quarterbacks will. So, I mean, that's one example of this formula working that I can pull out off the top of my head. And then, I mean, do we go back to Trent Dilfer's Ravens before then? I mean, There's the Terrell Davis-Denver Broncos, too. Like, some I of just, that with I, the Niners over the last few years. Yeah, but you didn't win. Right. They've gotten close. You got close, but you didn't win. You didn't win. And, I mean, you look at all the teams that have won these Super Bowls and and being good in one-score games, running the football successfully, not turning the ball over, forcing turnovers on the defensive side of the ball, those are all part of the equation for Absolutely. sure. They're good at that stuff, but they also are really good offensively. The quarterback's good at making plays in those weighty moments. I mean, just look at the matchups we've had in the past couple of Super Bowls. Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, Joe Burrow and Matt Stafford. Like, these are guys on Hall of Fame Hall trajectories. Hall of Famer, Hall of really good yes. quarterback. Like, Matt Stafford and, might not be Hall of Fame, but he's Hall of really and good. And Hurts and Burrow are still young, but Burrow looks on the trajectory, and Hurts looks like he'll at least be in the Philadelphia Hall Eagles of, Hall, Hall of Honor Hall one day. Hall of really good, yeah. yeah. He was the best quarterback they've had since Donovan McNabb. Correct. So I, you have to have that guy. That's the that's the final piece of the equation. That's the variable that the Steelers don't know how to solve for yet. And I will say this. I know it can feel nauseating because it feels like Groundhog Day. We've seen the same game play out. We've had the same conversation about the offense and about Kenny Pickett. It can, it, can, it can get nauseating. It can get redundant. It can feel like Groundhog Day. I will say, though, we have transitioned this into can you win a Super Bowl this way? Which is good, mm-hmm. right? Because at the beginning of the season, it was, can you make the playoffs this way? And win can a playoff have, game. Can you have a winning record this way? Now we are once again having the overarching Steelers standard conversation. Yes. As I sit here with the co-host of the Steelers standard, that is, can you win a Super Bowl? We are shifting back towards the goal now. The, the goal that, that should always is, be the That goal. to me is encouraging with all this. That would tell you that the team is turning a corner, right? That they I, I th- are I think so. building towards Again, becoming it's, it's a true the, contender. It's the nuance in there. I don't think they're a true contender yet. But they're getting there. But the fact that we're having the conversation to me is a good sign. Is this the year before the year? 100%. Is this the Jacksonville year from last year? You know, where where you, you get into the playoffs. And I know Jacksonville, they had that crazy comeback win and they ended up winning a playoff game. And hey, maybe the Steelers do something like that too. Um, and now, albeit yesterday aside, I think the Niners had that one coming, like that, that as a team that had lost three yeah. straight games and was really they just Jacksonville kind of ran into a buzzsaw a bye, yeah. and a desperate Niners team that was off a bye and healthier and, and needed that victory. I still think Jacksonville's a contender in the AFC. Me too. Um, that that to me is it's good in the overarching that now once again we have pivoted to okay, can you win a Super Bowl this way? Because I think we're confident the playoffs are going to be. Maybe not a foregone conclusion, but we're just, we're confident that the playoffs are on the table in the cards right now. And so then you start to look, okay, what's it what's it look like when you get to the postseason? That's better than wondering, are they going to have a losing record? Are they going to be able to scrape into the playoffs? Are they going to be able to win double-digit games? Yeah, I mean, getting to 6-3, and three, like you said, the playoffs just seem like an inevitability now. And that has to be the expectation now. If you stumble out of the playoff picture and the position that you put yourself in through nine games of your season, uh, it would be one of the worst collapses that you've ever seen this team go through. And 
you know, we've had some collapses of late, eight and five with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph, and you finish eight and eight. Or even the year prior to that, when you're was seven, two and one at one point in the season, and then you stub your toe all the way down the stretch and end up missing the playoffs in what ended up being the final year of Antonio Brown. Was that 18? Here. That was 18? I believe, yeah, 18 right before. Then the next year was with the, the Saints, Roethlisberger The Saints injury. game and Saints everything. Game. Yeah. Um, they beat the Patriots that year and Tom Brady out of nowhere, but then they just they couldn't put it all together. To, Baker to Mayfield get threw that interception yeah. that cost the Steelers the playoffs. Didn't oh, get a I chance remember to get it. it well. Those were collapses. They wouldn't even, I think, sniff the type of collapse that when you look at 6-3, and three, who they have on their schedule coming up, the team is relatively healthy, or I should say offensively the team is healthy. Defensively, Minka working his way back. Inside linebackers, I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point today. Oh, massive, yeah. massive problem on the inside. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, this this team doesn't really have something like a Big Ben injury where you can point to and say, well, if they lose three straight down the stretch, th- they were going to turn back into a pumpkin eventually. No, if anything, they're starting to kind of – gain an identity offensively with that running game that would give you confidence that they're not going to collapse. And I have confidence that they're not going to collapse. So the playoffs are inevitable. They're an expectation. you got to make the playoffs. And you're right. It is refreshing for once to finally shift that conversation towards realistically they win a playoff game. They string a couple together. They get to a a conference championship game, and then anything can happen there. Uh, It doesn't feel invented, whereas in the past you kind of felt like you were forcing that. It's a reality now. And again, that's the, I mean, look at us having the conversations that no one else is willing to have. Everyone's either going one way or the other. It's that this is how the Steelers do it, and all that matters is winning and get with it or get lost. Or it's the, (laughs) the sky is going to fall on one of these Sundays. You just wait. I think the true answer is somewhere in between. Right in the middle. Yep. I I think the true answer is some between. I, I, I don't think they're going to win, and it's going to be a fun regular season at times. But the sky might fall. Like this is going to sound really funny, Tom. I don't think the Steelers' ceiling and floor is that far apart. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I, I think I do. Like, they're they're not going to bottom out at all, but they're not going to go to Kansas City in the championship game and, and take it to the last minute against Mahomes and, and Kelsey and, and Andy Reid. Like, I think the Bengals and the Ravens both have a higher ceiling, ceiling than the Steelers. Yes. But their floor is much lower, too. Like, if something happens with Lamar, it's curtains for Baltimore. Burrow was 1-3 and three when... when Bengals were one and three when Burrow was. Something healthy. happens with Burrow, it's it's curtains for for the Bengals. Like I think those teams have higher ceilings than Pittsburgh when they're playing at their absolute best. And you know what? You could put like Kansas City floor, in there too. The Steelers' like, floor is so high, man. I don't see a scenario where the bottom drops out. Even if you want to go Doomsday, which would be T.J. Watt gets hurt, that's Doomsday for this team. Yeah, that's in a weird way. That's kind of like our Burrow or our Holmes. Look at the team. Look at yeah, the team's record. Lamar. But even if that were to happen, oh my goodness, I need to go like light some sage and some candles and say some prayers. I'm even talking about this out loud. I still think they'd find a way to get into the playoffs. Get into the playoffs this year, I think they would as well. Yeah, they'd go. They'd still find a way to go ten and seven and and, and get into the playoffs, or maybe nine and, and eight with some tiebreakers there as well too. Yeah, I mean they're more suited to deal with that injury this year than ever before with Golden and Herbig and then Highsmith, obviously. It's, yeah, it's they just, could they could survive more than other teams enig- could survive losing their biggest player. It's an enigma team, man. Like it really, they are a mystery. But you're so right about the whole like if Burrow's gone, the Bengals are done. done. If the Ravens lose Lamar, the Ravens done. are done. If they lose Kenny, knock on wood, they're not done. You know what? It's funny too. Like I don't think the Browns have a very high ceiling, but I think they have a really high floor. The Browns lost their best player, Nick Chubb, in Week Two. The Browns' offensive line is mangled, beat 
to H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah, Watson's a shell of himself. And they don't have a quarterback. And they're winning. And they're winning. And, and but they're not going to win a Super Bowl. Like, the Browns have no chance to win a Super Bowl. Who has a bigger chance to get to the Super the Bowl? Steelers. The, or the Steelers, you think? Not by a ton, but absolutely the Steelers. We're going to find out a whole hell of because, a lot this weekend. Listen, I'm not crazy high on Kenny Pickett, and I don't think you are either, but who would you rather have right now, Kenny Pickett or Deshaun Watson? That's an easy answer to me. Yeah, Deshaun Watson turns the ball over way turns too much. Turns it over way too. Kenny Pickett's not going to lose me a game. Deshaun Watson can go out there and lose you some games. He is. Got to give him a little bit of credit, though, against the Ravens, though, for coming back. Sure, right? sure. He, had and he left the game. He left the game injured too, and yeah, all that. Sure. And so maybe, you know, his last two weeks have been better. Now, granted, when you were as bad as he's been, it's, yeah, it's the, hard only, to not... the only way to go is up. No, um, I think I agree with you on that. The Browns and the Steelers don't have a Super Bowl ceiling, whereas the Bengals and the Ravens do. However, the Browns and the Steelers are a more complete roster in the sense that they can get to 10, 11 wins. No matter what happens. Dealing with a lot no matter, of roadblocks. No matter blocks, what happens. Whereas the Bengals win five games without Burrow. The Ravens win six without Lamar. Yeah, I, I'm they're with losing, you on that one. They're losing. I mean, if, if like, say, hypothetically, Joe Burrow, that, that injury would have kept him out for the whole year or something like that. I mean, the, the Bengals are picking in the top five, the top ten. Yeah, I agree with that. If Lamar Jackson misses the whole year. Lamar Jackson misses ten games. The Ravens are picking in the top ten. Uh, and now, granted, I know I say that, and last year they were able to scrape a what nine and eight record with Huntley. So maybe, yeah, but so maybe he not quite. Them to a huge cushion last year. That's they also ha- true, right? They didn't had they like start seven like, wins or something. Didn't they? they kind of I was going to say, didn't they, they were a few games over five hundred before Lamar went out. He, he did play twelve, eleven Huntley or twelve games to last year. Squeeze out like three or two more wins down the stretch of that schedule to get in. Correct. So it wasn't like he was, you know, lifting the world on his back and, and carrying the Ravens into the playoffs. So let us know your thoughts on this. You can tweet us at Wesley Euler at Madden Producer is where you get at our guy Tom. Show him some love on the on the Twitter on the X as well too. How you feeling about all this? I am encouraged because the conversation has pivoted once again to can this team win a Super Bowl? And it feels like all the Ben Roethlisberger years, and that feels like that's where we want to be as Steeler Nation, where the standard is the standard. But I don't. I I, I need to. See. Here's here's the kicker. The best teams in the NFL, the teams that win Super Bowls, they can beat you in more than one way. The Kansas City Chiefs, they can dice you up in the air with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Not now, right? He's gone. But I'm talking about these Chiefs teams that have been to three Super Bowls and won two of them and been to straight five straight AFC. They can give it to you with Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins and Travis Kelsey and, and you name it. Right. Or they can have Isaiah Pacheco go for 700 yards on the ground and grind you to death. And who I forget who the running back now, his name was escaping me, that they had when they beat the Niners in that Super Bowl. McKinnon. McKinnon, who should have been the Super Bowl MVP. They can they can put the clamps on you defensively, Chris the Chiefs. Jones with, can really with, swallow you with, up. With, yep. with Chris Jones. And I know their defense has lost some some contributors in the last couple years because you can't pay everybody when you're a team that good. But they were led by their defense for a while there as well, too. The Chiefs have multiple ways to beat you. That's why they win Super Bowls. That's why the, the Eagles. I mean, they've been able to light it up through the air with guys like A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. They've been able to kill you on the ground with that offensive line and that run game and Jalen Hurts. They've also been very good defensively, not necessarily this season, but I'm talking over the last yeah, four or five years where they've where they've had a lot of success. That's the one thing that gives me pause with the Steelers. I don't know if they have multiple ways to beat teams. They haven't shown it yet. They haven't shown it yet. It and, looked like they were going to on Sunday against the Packers. <laughs> you're right. And from the aspect that where, like, the Packers were scoring two early in that game. Mm-hmm. Steelers go up seven up. The Packers come right back down had the field. A, had a score. touchdown drive to start. So yeah. like at at a moment, you're kind of thinking, "Giddy up!" Like 
let's win this game 31 to 28 and it'll be a root canal but in a different kind of way you'll, and you'll, you'll be get another tooth drilled you in won, this you won a game in a different way yes you won it with the offense winning the game yeah. and picking up the defense yeah and then and the defense didn't get those timely turnovers and the defense didn't hold the other team to 20 points but right. you still went out there and won and then it after that first quarter, it just kind of shifted back to the normal Steelers way, where the defense bends but don't breaks. They give up one more score uh, to the Packers and just field goal, field goal, field goal, turn them over at the key times, and the Steelers' offense is able to just squeeze out enough points to win. It it looked so promising in that first quarter to finally establish that other way you can win a football game, and then it just went right back. It reverted right back to the standard, the new standard of Steelers football. The good news? You got eight more games. And you ran for 200 yards. The good news is you have eight more games. You've got an identity, I think, now. I, with the run game improving, hopefully you're getting – and, and we got to talk about the defense. Maybe we'll do that when we return Minka, on the other yeah, side. Yeah, you're just going to say that. While the middle of your field, your linebacker group now, there's concern there. Getting Minka back will be huge as well, too. I think you saw this, the success that the Packers were able to have over the middle of the field yesterday and the oh, yeah. absence of Minka in that regard. So we'll talk about that a little bit when we come back. But that's the encouragement. There's that's that's the nuance of the show today and with this Steelers team. I'm encouraged they're six and three and the playoffs feel inevitable at this point. I'm encouraged that they have a clear way to win and they're all bought in and they're all on the same page and they're doing it. But my question is, as we pivot to the bigger Super Bowl conversation, the sustainability, and can they find more than one trick up their sleeve? Because all the best teams in the NFL have more than one trick up their sleeve. Wes Euler, Tom Opperman, here with you until 2 o'clock. You know where to get at us if you want to get involved. It's a Steelers Blitz on SNR. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. It's always more fun on a Victory Monday, without a doubt. Six and three. We've had more of these this year than, than not. You know, it was fun stacking them down the stretch last year, Tom, but I would rather, uh, you know, be towards the front of the pack like we are this season as opposed to last year. It's just... It's not as cantankerous. It's more enjoyable. You can start to project. Again, like we're having this Super Bowl conversation. Can this team win a Super Bowl? Which is, that's where we always want to be in the grand scheme of things. I know it's been heartburn every single week, but I'm also enjoying it at the same time. I enjoyed 0% of the Penguin Stanley Cup runs until they final whistle blew and they lifted the cups. Like That's part <laughs> of sports. Like That's true. Most of the time when you root for your favorite teams, it's a miserable experience until the end result happens. Very and true. And then you, in hindsight, are like, what a great game that was. No, 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 no. That was an awful game to have to go through. That's what the Steelers have been this year. It's been an awful nine games. <laughs> that's, like that two, that's like the Steelers Super Bowl runs, right? Like yeah. 2005, how great was that? Oh, it was awful. Was I have, it really? Like, like grind 
grinding it out against still Cincinnati. Still have an ulcer, and yeah. And, and, then the, and, then the, and then the Jerome Bettis fumble at the goal line, and then the Troy Polamalu interception that it was, was called back, and, and then, then you're then... waiting for Mike Vanderjack to shank a kick. Really? Was that enjoyable? Only in hindsight does that become enjoyable, <laughs> and only then can you watch those highlights and smile when you see Bettis fumble because you know what's in coming two, right after in that. In 2009, when the Ravens get the ball back in the AFC Championship game at Heinz Field with a chance to win Everyone's and rip like, off oh, our that's whatever. Oh, oh, no, this it's is so good. much fun. Troy, I'm having Troy's a blast. Have a pick six I'm having here. a Don't blast work. right now. This is a lot of fun. This is just a great football team no, between two great rivals. Out. And that's what this is. You know, nine games, just pull your hair out, but you got to be ecstatic with six and three. And I do lean more towards this team kind of going splat at the end and not to say now, that— Hold on. What do you mean by going splat? Like losing a playoff game? Yeah, losing a playoff game. Is that going by splat, a couple of, By a couple touchdowns. Like getting kind of— your butt handed to you in the playoffs. I, I think that could happen. I'm leaning towards that maybe happening. But six and three is six and three. And, you know, just as, you know, people get on, people that have the takes today, like, well, I still don't know if Kenny's the guy. I still don't know how far they could go. Can they win a playoff game? People, oh, how dare you, six and three. Blah, 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 blah. The people that are having those Kenny takes also need to recognize, like, you should be having some fun with your team being 6-3. and three. You're scrolling through the matchups, CBS, Scorebug, 6-3 and three Browns, 6-3 and three Steelers. Like oh, the the, the play- nation's looking at that the and AF- thinking these are heavyweights playing each other. The AFC other. playoff picture in the next two months is going to be a blast. Right, and, like, you're you're going to be at the heart of it. I mean, if they split these games in Ohio and then they win the games that they should, great shape. dude, you're looking at a 10 and four team heading into the Saturday before Christmas against the Cincinnati Bengals in that second matchup against the Bengals. A 10 and four team. And maybe they stumble in those last three games and go 10 and seven and back their way into the playoffs. Maybe they pull one out and they get to 11 wins. You're 10 and four on that standalone NBC 430 kickoff Saturday game. The nation is going to, whether they've been following you or not, start to buy in that you can actually do something here. So, just as the people who are doom and gloom with the Kenny stuff today are kind of getting bashed on by the six and three years, I want to see some of those doom and gloomers feeling like the six and three years as well. Like, I want to see them feel a little like you're allowed to think that this isn't going to last, but enjoy it in the moment because the moment is great. And like you said, it's it's refreshing to look at the stretch run this year with a chance to really do some damage as opposed to yeah. we can only lose one game down the stretch or we're not making the playoffs. And that's how it's been the past couple of years. It is fun to legitimately have that Super Bowl conversation. Last year the conversation was can they find a way to have a winning season? And they start after the bye week, right? And they start, right. and then it turns into can they find a way to get into the playoffs? And then it's like can we sneak in? Anything we, happens? We never had that can this team win the Super Bowl conversation last year because – we didn't even know if they were going to make the playoffs. We didn't even know if they were going to have a winning record when they were sitting at what two and six or three and six at one point last season. This year, now it's it's been completely flipped. And I'm with you. You split these Ohio road trips the next two weeks. All right, you have to do that. I think you get to the end of November. You split. Well, I shouldn't say that you'd have to. No, you don't if have to. If they go zero and two, I think they can dig themselves absolutely, out. Absolutely, absolutely. But split would be nice if you're seven and four. Heading right, because that would be a split. Yeah. Then Arizona and New England at home in the span of four days. And Arizona with Murray, a little bit trickier, he's, but you're he's, beating he's him. Playing, you beat he's them. playing this new Call of Duty game for the When's next couple When's it come out? It came out last week. Wow, he beat the Falcons, bro. I mean, Isn't he that looked amazing? okay. Like, he looked better than he ever has. But you know what? It's because he turned it off for one week, and now he's going to get into the duty. He starts to feel like, I can play. I can do it. Like, I, I, I just beat the Falcons. Mm-hmm. A little Call of Duty isn't going to hurt me. And then it turns into a lot of Call of Duty. You know what, Kyler? Why don't you wait until December 1st to turn on the Call of Duty, actually? Because you come here December, like December 3rd. Like so why don't you wait till December 1st? New game, new month. 
Um, I also love how that's like turned into a whole joke of like Kyler Murray always stinks when there's a new Call of Duty game that comes out because he loves Call of Duty so much. Not so much on Sunday. No, he won on Sunday. Had a hell of a play. Listen, you know, broken clocks right twice a day type thing. Split in Ohio and you're seven and four. Come back home, Arizona, New England, and then go on the road to Indy. If you can win two of those three, right? Arizona, New England, at Indy. If you could win two of those three, you're nine and five. Still. And you got to win the first two of them. Give yourself a chance to sweep those three games in Indy. You lose to Indy, that's going to sting. But if you had won the two previous ones, you're fine with it, and you're nine and five. But I, I want them to set themselves up Indy to quietly have that win some, in some Indianapolis. That's why right I think now. you know you can't just chalk that up like the Cardinals no. and the Patriots. But when those Cardinals four and, and Patriots four, came, aren't they five and five? Yeah, or don't, five and five? Yeah, don't sorry. don't. Sorry. Don't go into Indy absolutely needing to win that game after you stubbed your toe in New England or if you stubbed your toe against Correct. the Cardinals. So split in Ohio, win those two games, set yourself up to get and then, that like ninth you said, win. You're ten and four or you're nine and five. Nine and, nine. and you look at those last three games and you go, We won we're either already in or we win one of these and we're in. I think you're already in too. If you're ten and four, you're, not you're clinched if you're ten yet, and four, you're, I, by all intents and purposes, you're in. Yeah, even if, if you're you lose nine out. and five, you get one. Especially if it's against Cincinnati or Baltimore and you're in. I think 10 is the mark. I think if you get to 10 this year, you're going to the playoffs. Tom, when I'm looking at this, and I know it's the National Football League, and I know every team has dudes, and every team has millionaires, and every team has coaches that are highly compensated and all this. But at this point now, I would be pretty disappointed if this team doesn't win double-digit games this season. Oh, it would be a massive disappointment. I mean, just off the top of my head, I mean, Cardinals-Patriots, those are two wins. That's eight right there. They should beat the Colts. That's nine. And I think they're going to win a division game. I mean, I just just the inevitability like, of them winning I, another one. I agree. Going 0-4 against the division down the stretch, just it ain't in the cards. It's not the way this AFC North is. AFC North, they all go 3-3. Three and three. That's what they do. They all split against each other. The Steelers are going to grind out one more win against those four AFC North opponents. Completely agree. And you know what? Going it, to Seattle... And then and then and then two Baltimore back to back weeks is tough sledding. It's very to end, tough. To but end what's the nice about that is Seattle. You lose that game, you don't get a tiebreaker loss because right, your AFC NFC. record stays the same. I mean, maybe you're jockeying I mean, with position we, and it moves you down a seed. But like, should we just chalk that one up as a loss now, though? Since you got to take on our Lord and Savior, Geno Smith. They don't play well in Seattle. They really don't. And I mean, they don't play well in the West Coast overall. And, and Seattle's going to need that game just as badly as the Steelers are going to need that game. And Seattle might be playing for a division at that point, the taking on the Niners in the NFC West. So Isn't that going to be interesting? I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Out of the remaining games on the schedule, that might be the one I put at the top of they're going to lose. Seattle? Yeah. Because the Bengals and the Browns and the Ravens, they're division games. I always give the Steelers a puncher's chance in a division I gotta game. i got to be honest with you. i got a bad feeling about that Baltimore game last week of the season. Yeah, you said that. You said that to me off the air. Like, a not just because like a close game loss. Like, a Ravens might make us our, their daddies. Twofold. One, last year you went in there and just absolutely snatched their soul out and, and uh, of, a, of a victory at the, at the end of the season. And I know Baltimore still went to the playoffs and all that, but, you know, Kenny throws that touchdown to Najee with, what, like 20 seconds left in the game. You've owned Baltimore a lot lately, too. The That's what I mean. The series is very like, lopsided in favor of Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh ain't been great. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, it ain't like... Pittsburgh's been world beater status, and the Ravens have been just the dregs of the league, and the right. Steelers—they've been just as good as each you other, know, and the Steelers just win. You know how you make the like the joke in college football, like Oklahoma's like, oh, I'm tired of playing Oklahoma State. It's our Super Bowl every time we play them. You yeah, know what they, I mean? The like Cowboys they, get up for they this just want to beat. They just want to beat us. You know, like WVU fans say that about Marshall. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I hate playing Marshall because it's always their Super Bowl. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. You know, like 
I think that's going to be Baltimore with the Steelers that last week of the season. Like, these guys have pushed us around for a couple years. These guys came in here and beat us last year. These guys were lucky to beat us at their place back at the beginning of the season. We gave that game away. And on top of all of those reasons for the Ravens to treat it like a Super Bowl, it very well might be win this game, you get a home game, you get the AFC North, which would just add another element to how badly they need it, how badly they'd want it. Now, if you if you really want my sicko dream scenario, it's that the Steelers go to Baltimore that last week of the season, and they lose by double digits, 10 points, 14 points, something like that, and then they go back there for the wild card round the next week and win. <laughs> that's, my, that's my real... Baltimore's like, yeah, all right, we finally got that Steelers monkey off our backs. Yeah, we're going to kick their butts again next week and, and really then, show them. And the game really matters. And you go, womp, womp, you go there womp. and you win like 13 to 10. Really ugly. Real ugly. You Lamar, win 13 to 9. Lamar fumbles twice, throws another pick. I mean, maybe Joey Porter Jr.'s taking one of the house. Just a disgusting display of football. <laughs> Kenny doesn't turn the ball like over. Cal- like a Calvin Austin punt return yeah, is, the, Kenny, is the difference. Kenny doesn't turn the ball over. The Steelers rush for like 180 yards on the ground between the two of them. Yeah. It's tied 10-10 with like 40 seconds left. The Ravens punt. Calvin Austin takes, takes it back to like, to like the, the, 45 the, the 33 the yard line. <laughs> Boswell takes it from there. Steelers run it once up the gut to get to the center of the field. Boswell to break their hearts. 13-10 final score. I'm calling it right now. Um, but I, it is, like, I could see that matchup happening. That back-to-back me matchup too. happening. Me too. In fact, that's that's what that's what I'm calling right now. Uh, I think is the most likely scenario. Not necessarily what I'm saying as it just played out, but I think the Steelers. There's a yes, very right. good chance they play the Ravens that they, twice they, they go to Baltimore back-to-back weeks in in, in January, which. As I say it out loud, sounds depressing because it's cold and it's dark and it's wet and it's. I'd much rather go to Jacksonville in January for a, for a playoff game, right? But they do have the Guinness Brewery but in Baltimore, not- <laughs> which is which is always a good time. Oh, selfishly, you're talking Sel- selfishly. So, I'm just now. talking, you're talking selfishly about now. Wesley himself Wes- going down. Wesley to himself, who isn't a big Baltimore guy, particularly in January, <laughs> but loves the Guinness Brewery there in Baltimore. Don't you think both teams too would just be like? Maybe the Ravens more so than the Steelers, since they would be the favorite in this scenario. Just like I don't want to play these guys. Like really, like we got to go up against the Steelers. And now that I'm talking about it out loud, it would be more in the Ravens side of things. They'd be like, "Are yep. you kidding me 100%. right now?" Like it 100%. couldn't be the Texans trying their first hand at this thing. It couldn't be the Chargers sneaking into the playoffs. Chargers. Like couldn't be the Bills who struggled their way in. Couldn't be Miami even. No, we got to Ste- play the Steelers again. Like, like they'd probably rather play the Chiefs. Maybe not. Maybe but not. That but might be the only other team. That wasn't ridiculous for you to put that <laughs> forward to me. I mean, they might actually prefer to play somebody, anybody other than the Steelers. But again, like that's where that's where I'm so torn on this overarching thing. Like these conversations we're having right now are legitimate, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, we, it doesn't feel invented anymore. It doesn't feel invented. It's fun to be back there. The last two years, even like we talked about last year, even the year before in Ben's final year, it was like, can they find a way to scrape into the playoffs and get Ben a, a, a last playoff game and all these things? And they do, and they go to Kansas City, and they end up you know, getting getting their butts handed to them and all that thing. But there was, there was not the Super Bowl conversation, and you can legitimately have that now. Are they good enough when you're sitting at 6-3 and three and you look at how things can play out the rest of the way? Again, though, the other side is... You got to add more weapons to your arsenal. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to you got to have more on your tool belt if if you do really want to want to be a true Super Bowl contender. But if you're a fan out there and you're well, what's the point of making the playoffs again if you're just going to be one and done? You're going to get trounced by the Dolphins. Yeah, I completely get trou- disagree with that. First of all, Kenny Pickett's never played a playoff game. Give right, him that experience. But also, don't you remember like when you were going up against the Chiefs a couple of years ago? There were moments throughout the week. 
where you would talk yourself up into thinking, like, well, all right, well, maybe. you know. And then Watts returning that fumble, and it's seven nothing Steelers in the second quarter, and you're like, whoa, like okay. this, this might happen. And then it obviously they turned on the blowtorch, and it didn't. But like, it's not like anywhere it was in the past. It's like, well, just get in the dance, and hopefully, you know, anything can happen. You, you say that in the past years because you're just trying to scratch and claw your way into the dance. You get into the dance this year, which you should. I mean, you should be able to realistically talk yourself into mucking up a game and beating the Jags, beating the Ravens, beating the Bengals, beating the Dolphins, maybe the Chiefs. I'm still not there yet with them, but why would you not at least want the chance? Like, why would you not at least, like, ah, well, they're never going to win it anyway, so just wash your hands of the playoffs. Right. No, go to the playoffs and see if you break and that streak, that six-year losing streak. If you go 9-8 and eight and miss the playoffs, right, as opposed to going 10-7 and seven and, 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 and losing in the first round, or even winning a game and then losing, what, you really, you really would rather miss the postseason to to get a four spots higher in the NFL draft. Yeah, like it's not like we're talking about a top ten pick exactly. or a twenty fifth pick. That's we're a talking great point. about you're picking we're, 15, we're 16, about, 17. We're talking about nineteen versus twenty four here. Like not a not a massive difference in that regard. So I'm with you on that one. That's where Tom and I kind of are here uh, in the first hour of the program. We'll get to some of your reaction on the other side as we close down the first hour. And then in hour number two, we will catch up with Chris Carter. Mm. And uh, we do have to talk a little bit about this defense and some concern with some of these injuries mounting, particularly in the middle of the park. We're ignoring that on purpose, I think, because that is the... Losing another line. That's scary stuff. I told you last week on the show I was panicked by inside linebackers. Is there worse? Can I go lower than panic? Do we need a CCWP meter? Is, is there, there anything another thing below panic? panic? Because, oh boy. Is it CCWPD? And the D stands for DEFCON 9. <laughs> <laughs> you know where to get at us. We'll get to some of your tweets to close out the first hour before we reset here in a few minutes, having some fun on a Victory Monday. Victory! It's a Steelers Blitz on SNR. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Blitzing here on a victory Monday. I don't know what, I, Tom, I don't know what that was. Can I, be, can I be honest? I don't know. What was that? Uh, Blitzen uh, here. Blitzen here. Uh, that makes it sound like my first name is Blitzen. Blitzen here. <laughs> I got sacking next to me. I got intercepted next to me. I tell you what. I tell you what. It's always, you know, it's it's always a tough turnaround. At the same time, it's much better. It's much better after a 1 o'clock Sunday home win. Uh, other than Thursday night football, it's my favorite time slot. Thir- really? Yeah. I get what you're saying because then you get weekend, the weekend. Weekend, baby. And you only have to get through one day. You got that and, slog of a Friday right on the other hand. But and that's to be just fair. One day. Monday night football, you get through Tuesday and Wednesday. And Thursday, and Friday, it's awful. The whole week, and is the a whole zombie. weekend, you're thinking about how long of a day you're gonna be, you're gonna have on Monday. Right, exactly. And then, on it's the like other you're end, of it, Sunday, when you have the Monday like, night football, oh, it's like, man. well, I got to work next weekend anyway. Too, it's the so. old adage, like, did your parents ever tell you you work first and then you play? 
Like that's kind of what it's like. Like having the Monday night football game is you play, I'm playing you play first, first and, and then I have you have to work, work the next day. Yeah, <laughs> it takes Sunday scaries to one of those. So Thursday night football is my favorite. It's I like all, that by you. Look, that's a good you got to go through like a battle to get through it. It's a long, long day because we all have our normal duties on Thursdays. On in addition to a game, correct. Happening. But you get through that day, and then you get through that Friday morning. It's amazing to have that weekend it just is. completely clean. But one o'clock Sunday, best window. We'll That's get the that. classic window. Every it game is. should be a one o'clock Sunday. Game. I have said this. I wish every and listen. I know as you're a fan, as a from a fan perspective, everyone just cares about their own perspective, right? Like we're selfish human beings. I used to love the night games. I used to want every WVU and every Steelers game at nighttime when I was young because it was a party because it gave you all day to build the anticipation and have people over and 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 you know the, all that stuff that comes with it. Now I'm old, and I want all the games at noon and 1 o'clock. <laughs> Can we start them at 11? Is that possible? <laughs> like they do in uh, like the central times. Like Colorado. Played a 10 a.m. game Played this year. Played a 10 a.m. game USC. this year against USC. <laughs> 10 a.m. kickoff. Could you imagine? I could not. It, it's if you un- had to work that game, you got to be there at like 4 in the morning. It is unfair that the scheduling would put it, it a is. West Coast game at and noon. And like Big Ten and Big 12 teams play 11 a.m. kickoffs a lot. If All you're, the time. If you're Iowa and you play a noon game, it oh starts at 11. Northwestern lives in an 11 o'clock kickoff. If you're Oklahoma and Texas and you play a noon game, it starts at 11. Yeah, it's absurd. But it's absurd. But I, I would rather I will, have that. I would rather have that eight, than the night games. Eight yeah. fifteen or eight twenty. The 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 Monday night or Were the Sunday night games. Were you a little nervous? Games. I think it's too late. So I don't think I'm. I'm... Patriots is not getting flexed. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> Is that what you're asking? The Patriots-Steelers game? Is that what you wanted to know? We no. were talking Thursday night football. No, I wasn't talking that. Were you a little surprised that the Browns and the Steelers yes. didn't get flexed this week? I thought it was going to get flexed to the 430 time slot. Uh, see, the, the nightcap is Vikings-Broncos next week, the Sunday night game. That seems right for the Correct, picking. but Although, CBS doesn't want to give. That's why I figured they'd flex something else to prime time because okay. CBS ain't going to want to give up Steelers-Browns on Sunday. So they'll put them at their 425 spot. Because remember, the networks have a like they don't want to lose their valuable games. They and don't want to be like, oh yeah, we'll give that to NBC and, believe, and we'll take the crappy. Yeah, I believe you know, I and Eagle and Charles game. Davis are on the call again, so that means it's the number two game in in, our, in the CBS network's eyes. So correct, correct. That's a good point. It's too late for it to happen anyway. And can I'm holding, Cincy still get flexed? I the gonna, yeah, night? I think it still can, but I'm holding my breath not. on that one. I hope. I'm gonna not. look. Up, there might. I think we might be getting saved though. I think there's actually a studly match. I hope in that. not. But yeah, there was some talk that that Thursday game against the Patriots was going to get flexed because they have that ability now, but they're past the window. You have like a 28-day window to flex. Bills Eagles at 425 on CBS that Bengals week. I don't think that's getting flexed. That ain't moving. And it's Ravens Chargers on Sunday Night Football. That's That's probably not going to get moved. High five. We're in good That's probably not going to get moved. Although I think Steelers Bengals is probably a better game than that. No, no, actually, I take that back. Steelers Bengals will be ugly as hell. The Chargers just play games like they're coke addicts. Like they, it was thirty-one to twenty-eight. Like before I even knew it in that Detroit Lions game last week. Seriously, look at their scores. It's insanity watching a Chargers game this year. They are without a doubt the most entertaining team with a losing record in the NFL. The LA Chargers. So they're maybe the most entertaining team in the NFL. That plus period. Lamar, <laughs> that ain't getting flexed out. That game's going to be like a thirty-eight to thirty shootout. That that we're safe. We are safe in these next two weeks. I like it. It would be it would be very bizarre, wouldn't it, to not have, have the a single flex Pittsburgh Steelers play a Sunday night football game because they've had Monday, they've had Thursday, they've had prime time, but no Sunday. Wait, Vegas, 
but Vegas, it was on the road. Vegas was Sunday night. Yeah, that's true. Vegas. Yeah, yeah. You Sorry were out there that. in Las Sorry Vegas. You, the days were blurring yeah, together. The time was blurring together. Sat on the uh, tarmac in Kansas City for yeah. for a while. And like the other Bengals game is is locked at that four thirty Saturday before Correct. Christmas Eve. Because again, so, like, CBS ain't giving that up. All of it's a standalone. I mean. It really sets I up nicely that. down the stretch for minimal flex. Can I just say how good the Steelers' schedule this year was dynamite. Was Whoever I, put it together, thank you. What, we, where, you haven't traveled out of the state of Pennsylvania. You're only going to Ohio now. Thank for you. For like the next I will say, two months, so you if haven't I had, left more than like a 300-mile radius. If I could have changed one thing about the schedule, give me one of those, either the Vegas, the Houston, or the Rams game. If we could have swapped that with the Seattle game. Because I would have much Seattle rather, have, I would have much rather have gone to Seattle in the nice weather. In the nice weather, and then okay, I'll go to Houston in in, in December. Yeah, it ain't gonna be that bad. I'll go to L.A. in December. But other than that, perfect schedule by the schedule. Steelers Ravens though is right in the crosshairs for the flex, the final flex of the season. Well, it's still TBD. Right, right? they always leave it open. Yeah. Everybody doesn't That's play, and then Sunday. they choose Dang who the Sunday night football Tom, game is gonna right. be, you're and it's usually right. a division game. You know what I mean? They love to try to make it you're winner goes in and right. win the division. So. Unless one of those teams has already won the division title and is going to be resting some players. That would be our ace in the hole. Come on, boys. Let's get it done. But you're right. The schedule sets up beautifully for people that have to work for the staff around the Pittsburgh Steelers. I love it. And you know what's what's beautiful? And for the Steelers as well. This this lack of having to travel. I mean, this stretch is incredible. They don't leave the state other than than Ohio. Other than Seattle, all your your plane flights are in 50 minutes long the rest of the season. It sets up. And you know what? People try to say, like, oh, who cares? It's a plane. You're driving. you, You sit in first class. These guys have a chartered plane. A four-hour flight to the West Coast is a four-hour flight to Seattle the West Coast. Seattle is closer to six hours. Dude, like it's that is tough for a team to, you know, bounce that back time, from. That time zone stuff is real, man. Time zone's real. It the, messes the with you. Fatigue from a flight is real. Steelers getting to avoid a lot of that this year is huge for them, particularly down the stretch yes. when it's time to play your most important football, and when you're the most banged up as, as you'll be as a football team from a from a seasons of, of wear and tear. I'm with you on that. Also, you'll love this real quick before we go to break in terms of selfishness and the schedule and how we all just care about our own, you know, the things that that, that matter to us. I got two friends that are getting married on Saturday. Okay, longtime friends, Jake and Jess. Shout out to Jake and Jess if they're listening right now. Jess is from Cleveland, okay? They're getting married in Cleveland on Saturday, Thomas, all right? When they told us the wedding day back in, like, February or March of last year, you know, when they when they told everybody, hey, hold, you know, the save the date, we're getting married on uh, Saturday, November 18th in downtown Cleveland. I said to them right away, I was like, yeah, I ain't going to that game. <laughs> it's football season. I'm either going to be on the road or I'm going to have to be at, at Acrisure Stadium at, at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. setting things up. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to make it to your wedding. Sorry. <laughs> and just so you know, the Steelers are in Cleveland <laughs> that next day. So guess who's going to the wedding in Cleveland Very on Saturday? Nice. How about that? I had, to tell, I had to tell Reagan. I was like, I don't need a hotel room. Like, really? I got a, I got a room block at the, at the wedding. I actually told Dan who told Reagan, but the, the story sounded better that way. Yeah, you say you went to the big boss. I'm saving, man, the, I'm yeah. saving the Steelers some money on Saturday. <laughs> they don't need to get me a hotel room because I'll be staying in one with my wife because we're going to a wedding Saturday in Cleveland, baby. So I'll get to see some Hearts United. Oh my god! I'll dude. get to see two Hearts United Saturday afternoon, and then I'll get to see all those Hearts broken on Sunday. Lovely weekend. It is going to be tense in that wedding party on Saturday night. It's a huge game for the Steelers. This is everything for the Browns. I know you won that playoff game in 2020 against Pittsburgh, but you still haven't gotten that little brother syndrome shaken off of this. The wedding is yet. like in downtown Cleveland, like a couple blocks it, away from the stadium. Oh, I've already city. told my buddy Jake, 
And That's Jake, if you're listening again, you got you got to come out with a terrible towel at some point. That city is going to be on edge, a like, knife's edge all weekend. I don't long. I don't know if it's like when you're when your bride's walking down the aisle cuz maybe that's a little too much, but at some point he's got to bust out the terrible towel and get there it going. Go. And just point to his old Cleveland in-laws Woo! and come on baby, come get you some. Come get you some. Here we go again. You just got to beat the Steelers. Can you do it? Can you do it? Oh, I've seen it's this like, fish it's before. It's like that guy in that uh, that guy cook commercial, the old man with the fishing rod. Oh, you almost got it when he holds the dollar out in front of him. He's oh, like, oh, you got to be, be quicker than that. That's oh, like the Steelers. Dangling on. Are you going to get past us? Are you going to be seven and three and knock us to six and four? Or is it going to be the same as it ever was? The same as it ever was. <laughs> We've taken this segment too long. we got to get to a break here. We're overdue. We'll be back on the other side. More conversation. Talk a little bit about some of those injuries on the defense. Steelers Blitz on SNR. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.